Hello, hello, Coco Crew. Hey, and welcome yeah. back. Yes, yes, again. <laughs> it's your favorite co host back at it again. <laughs> okay. You know, we make plans and then God laughs. All the time, you know. All yeah, I'm pretty sure Big Homie be up there busting a the gut when we make plans. It's, I mean, when me and Mercedes make plans, literally. Um, so here we are again. I hope you guys missed us because we missed you per usual. I mean, even if we were like on the schedule we're supposed to be on, we would still miss you guys like really, really, really hard. Yeah. Um, we really do get excited when it's time to record y'all like for real. Right. Like I probably will never, I mean, we talk about it. We need to start going live. You know what I mean? To like record these things. So you guys can put a face with the, the voice, but I'd be doing like, you know, people have like an ugly cry. I have like an ugly smile that comes on <laughs> when I get ready to record. So I probably will never, ever be on live recording an episode. That's probably wow. not going to happen. Wow. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm she not- will one day y'all. She will. I promise you will. I will get to at least one day. You know what? Let let's do it while we're still in the pandemic, so I can wear a mask. You know what I mean? And then they can't see. Well, what you wearing a mask for? Duh, to hide my ugly smile. Are you gonna be around nobody? You don't know that. You don't know my business. No, girl, I know all of your business and some. Please stop it. Anyway, this week's episode, guys, is entitled "Fool's Gold." And here we're going to examine some of the ways we dress things up instead of calling things what they are. Okay. Now this is like a really, it's a, a basic principle. What I you think. just said? Dress it up and make it something. <laughs> dress it up and make it real for me. That's what future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't even think he knows what that means. To be honest, he even said it in the song. <laughs> he, he said it right after. Um, but yes, this is a topic that um, I think is really simple, but it's something we need to get into and we need to cover, um, you know, per usual. It's not as heavy as some of the topics we cover here at the Chocolate Sunset. So we're going to give you all a quick little break. I mean, you know, we've been on a quick little hiatus, so we didn't want to break out the tissues for y'all right now. Now, next week, you might need them. You might need your Kleenex. But today, mm-hmm. just break out your notebook. You know, take some mental notes. Nothing, nothing major, nothing major. So let's get into it. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's let's get into it. Wait, because we didn't tell them about the song of the week. Right. The song of the week. You know what? That's why I keep Mercedes around, because sometimes (laughs) she proves herself to be very useful. Not not all the time, but sometimes, guys, she comes in handy. So the song of the week is also entitled Fool's Gold by Queen Jill Scott. That's my girl. She's going to hear this one day and she's going to hear me gushing over her. So let me just say how much I love you, Miss Jill Scott. And um, I can't wait to meet you and have you like sign my left boob or something. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So now that I've gotten my fangirl out of the way. <laughs> wait, but I didn't get my fangirl in. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got to tell y'all about my favorite interview about Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. It's that one when she was on a breakfast club. Um, she was talking about some um, guy that saw her in the store or something like that. But whatever. Um, she was like, if you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, then you can't tell me what to do. 
you have to have a certain energy to be able to tell me what to do. Right. We know what that energy is called. My mother might listen to this episode, so I'm not going to call it what it is. But y'all know the energy. <laughs> y'all know the energy I'm talking about. You have to have. You got to have a certain energy to tell me what to do. You have to have a certain energy to be able to tell me what to do. And I'm going to just leave it there. I'm not going to say nothing else on it. I'm going to leave it right there. But yeah, big ups to Jill Scott. Um, I can't wait to meet her one day. I'm going to. I'm manifesting that right, right. now. I'm you going right, to meet right now. Jill Scott one day. For sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, are you done? Because if you cut me off again, I promise I'm a scream. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> great. Now, without further ado, let's hop into the episode, shall we? We shall. So, staying in the same kind of vein as calling something, it's it, there's a word for it, and it's called like a euphemism, where you s- kind of dress it up, like instead of calling someone like fat, you kind of say like, oh, you know, maybe you've gained a few pounds, like you know what I mean? You dress it up and make it cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the best examples I think Mercedes came up with was um, saying, I have a big heart. When in actuality, it's more like you're having trouble with something, like setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you think about it? I mean, it was your example. So, you know, I'm going to throw it to you so we can really, um, you know, get on your ass a little bit for just a second. Just a second. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the way you said that. Nasty read. <laughs> nasty read. You do that. Not going anywhere. So um, which do you think it is? Do you think that it's people actually do have you know big hearts or do they just have trouble setting boundaries so I think we have trouble setting boundaries and either mistake that for having a big heart or use that um not use that but use the idea of having a big heart as a way to excuse not setting boundaries like a cop-out yes right okay so kind of like when you break up with somebody mm-hmm. and you don't want to kick them out the house because they live in your house, but you don't want to kick them out because they're going to be homeless. Never mind that that ain't none of your business because they're not together, but you're still allowing this person to sleep in your house, sleep in your bed, eat your food, use your water, do all this extra stuff until they can, quote, get back on their feet. Mm-hmm. like no that's not your responsibility once y'all you know snip the rope cut the ties or whatever you want to call it uh-huh that person need to be out and gone and out of your life they need to spread their wings right fly mm-hmm. little birdie right right <laughs> um so i mean and that's a good example in a situation like that i think that it's kind of both i think that it's like, yeah, you do have a big heart and be and, and because your heart is so big, you are struggling with setting those boundaries. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because you care about someone, you know, especially like if you're in dealing with like a long term situation or like, you know, even if it's not necessarily long term, but if you have like really, really deep feelings or like deep connection with someone, it's difficult to turn that off. You know what I mean? And the heart is very stubborn. Okay. The heart is going to do what it wants. So I think in that particular example, I think it's kind of both. It's a fine line, though. It's a really, really fine, a really fine line. Yeah, and so you kind of just have to really pay attention. You have to do some soul searching. 
you have to you have to do some soul searching on that um i think that when we do that when we use like euphemisms or when we call something something more pretty it it is a cop-out um and i think that we do that because if we call it what it actually is then that would cause us to have to be more accountable um and so dressing it up essentially lets us continue in a state of denial you know yeah because boundaries are not easy they're uncomfortable and nobody wants to be uncomfortable right yeah we you know what I find us saying that a lot with a lot of our topics like no one wants to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um but growth and healing growing is not supposed to be comfortable that's why they call them growing pains like when you're pregnant and you like have like you starting to ache in places you didn't even know you could it's because you're growing like you know what I mean yeah it's not gonna be comfortable so you have to be uncomfortable for a minute and you have to be okay with that you have to be okay with that I know in my like in my personal journey I and I was literally like this is this just came to my head just now sitting here people will be like you know are you okay? Or like, you know, just checking in on you or whatever. And I'm quick to say, I'm okay. I'm just tired. When in actuality, girl, you not tired. You just had an anxiety attack three days ago. Right. And you're battling off depression for the third week in a row. You are not, that's not tired. It's, it's more than being tired. It's more than being tired. But in saying that, it's almost like you say things and you'll say it in a way of like, I'm trying to convince myself, never mind the person who's asking me about the situation. I'm trying to convince myself of something. Like I'm lying to myself, Mm -hmm. trying to like dress it up and make it cute for my own self. That way, you know, because living in denial is fun. Not necessarily fun, but it's comfortable and it's easier than facing the reality of the situation. And I do that a lot, a lot. And I I mean, I really be out here lying. (laughs) Like, no, I am not tired. I had a good nice rest. I'm but not no, she tired. really do. I'm not like tired. She really do. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm unnerved. Like, yeah, we do that a lot. And we don't even realize when we're doing it. And that's so unhealthy. That's this is why my therapist be on me the way she do, y'all. And like, I'm glad she do. <laughs> because maybe snap out of it man she be reading me for filth (laughs) like for real yeah i have to tell myself that somebody hashtag that no ma'am nope that's gonna be our hashtag for the week no no ma'am yeah we have to be real real about these things we have to and i mean sometimes it is about like sometimes what we dress it up as there's some truth to it like in what you were saying like that situation could be you have a big heart but more than that you're more so struggling with setting up boundaries right yeah yeah so why do you think we have trouble setting boundaries because we i don't know i'm so i heard something when i was like younger and it was basically someone comparing boundaries versus like walls like Mm -hmm. emotionally speaking Mm -hmm. and what they said was um boundaries are like lines in the sand pretty much um walls are going to tell you that you have not healed from something like if you have a wall up whereas Mm -hmm. once it becomes a boundary there's healing that's taking place and this is just a line you can't cross like 
once you've reached a certain place of healing because if you still have like emotional walls up you know what i mean like that's like blocking things out i like, think about the yeah. Great Wall of china that wasn't built to be a freaking tourist attract attraction it was built to keep people out right so that's essentially what the walls are when it comes to boundaries that's like okay you see you're approaching this line now i'm not trying to keep you out i'm just letting you know that when you get here you need to you know kind of come in a sense so i think that a lot of times kind of the same thing we'll we'll call something like oh this is a boundary i have when it's not really a boundary that's a full-fledged wall you have because you have not healed from whatever it is you know like whatever it is Mm -hmm. you're battling with or dealing with it's a full-fledged wall that you need to start chipping away at because you have to be healed you just have to yeah i I think that there's um some sort of deficiency in self-respect and self-honor that Mm -hmm. causes that um trouble with setting boundaries yeah and like maybe a little bit of self-worth issues too yeah yeah yeah, that's... but you know, I always like to you know trace things back to the ancestors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to, because, yeah, because like we've learned to hide the struggle and showcase the well-being of success, right? And now we have this generation of depressed beings who think that failure and success doesn't exist when, in actuality, that's expected. And you can't have one without the other. Right. Like we as black women are expected to always have it together. Always. Yeah. Because our woman ancestors, they always look like they did. No matter what they was going through, they look like they had it all together. Yeah. So we experience this kind of what the fuck period in life. Like we don't have our shit together or when we don't have our shit together. Yeah. And that notion is such bullshit to me because it's not real life and we need to stop teaching our children that because they need to understand that um failing is a part of trying and it's a part of uh, being successful right and every everything that we look at sometimes the things that we even call a failure aren't necessarily a full-fledged failure you know what i mean like but it all it, it coincides with what you're saying because it's almost to say, because we don't know what failure looks like, because people have hidden it from us for so long, mm-hmm. we minor setback and be like, oh my God, this is failure. I failed at something. When in actuality, that's not what it is. You're it just, was just a lesson. It that's was it. a lesson. It was just like a minor, like there are some things like, I'm sure we've all watched a track meet or something. Like there are some hurdles you have to actually jump over. You know what I mean? But then there are some things you can literally like just lift your foot up a little bit higher and cross over it. And because we don't know, because people, like you say, they've hidden their failures and they only want to show you the good parts. They don't want to show anybody posting their eviction notice. But they don't post when they get their, you know, half a million dollar home built. No one's going to post when they're driving down the road in the Pinto. But when they get their Maserati, oh, it's everywhere. So we don't know. We don't We don't have any point of reference. Right. And social media is just like the biggest. It's the devil. Fool's gold there is out here. Yes, it is. It is because no one's going to post. No, it's like we find it embarrassing. Yeah, you never find out when a person was homeless 
when they're homeless. Right. You always find out after they're successful. Yeah. I mean, granted, if they're homeless, you know, they probably don't got a phone. But some people do, you know, they be homeless and that's all they got is a phone. And that's right. all they can afford is their phone bill. Right. Yeah. But they're not posting that they're living in their car Girl. or in a tent. I'm telling you. And then when like some, some people do, some people are brave enough and, you know, open enough to like post their struggles. Some people do. But then if you go and like look at like the comments or the quote tweets or whatever you're looking at and people get bashed for being human and for experiencing human things. Mm-hmm. So then to the other people that are struggling, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's not going to be me. Like, I'm not going to post my stuff because I don't want to get clowned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that to be me. I don't want, I don't want, no, no. So I think that we have to be like, we have to extend grace to people and not even grace, but like understanding that first of all, at any point in time, it could be you. That's number one. Um, and so you have to remain humble. You have to. Is it pronounced humble or humble? You know, I'm from Houston. So I say humble because we have an area called humble here. How do people- I say humble. So, I don't know. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Okay, got it. People be talking about me, though. But, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Be, 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 be humble. For sure. Because it could always be you. Yep. Don't ever think that that couldn't be you. Especially in a situation that you ain't never been in before. Right. And I think because it just as may could mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And I think that like when right now we're seeing so many like young entrepreneurs and business people, you know, people like branching out, starting their own, you know, clothing brands or boutiques or hairlines or whatever. And I mean, anyone can experience failure. Like you can experience failure like at your regular nine to five job. But, um, I think it's very important for people who are out here like hustling, trying to get to their own shit. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. okay to experience a setback. You know what I mean? Like, Oprah didn't become Oprah in a year. Jay-Z did not become Jay-Z overnight. You know what I mean? Like, just accept these yeah. things for what they are. It took Rihanna years of abandoning us oh, to I become who she is. I, so, you know. I, I don't want to speak on Rihanna because she's part of the reason I have trust issues. She is because she's been lying to me for so long. So long. And continues to. And continues to. And I let her get away with it. Pretty privilege is an MF. Ain't it? Sure. Yep. Certainly is. Certainly is. So when it comes to um, this idea of like, fool's gold and this illusion we perpetrate these things because like you said people don't like the struggle people will fake progress the people mm-hmm. will um uh people want to fake it until they make it that's something we hear a lot i don't think we really hear that period put that way anymore uh but we used to hear it a lot like oh just fake it till you make it mm-hmm. no 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 don't do that okay you can't you can't do that you can't fake it till you make it. Because then you'll be out here looking crazy. You know? People out here yeah, fake you know, love. Fake love. Yeah. Fake everything. Yeah. And we let and it's it's almost it's like it's expected. Fake things are expected. I don't want a fake gold necklace because I don't want my neck to be green at the end of the day. I right. Want you to have to suffer the consequences that come with being fake. Exactly. And the same way that that fake gold necklace is going to turn your skin green, 
you calling your struggles something that they are not is also going to render adverse consequences. Yep. Absolutely. Like you're still being something that you don't want to be or that you can't live up to and now you're depressed. Now you're anxious. Yeah. you sad all the time when the camera not on or when you're not around people, when you're sitting in your room by yourself in the dark in the corner. What are we really putting oh. for? Like who... Because if, if you think, like, if we're all faking about something to impress the next person who's also faking about something, like, who, it's like the blind leading the blind at this point. Because mm-hmm. we all just lying and faking and, and perpetrating the fraud. And for what? Life is so much easier when you're just honest about, and it all starts in the mirror. It all starts with your own self. Yeah confidence yeah it all starts right there so you have to be able to be honest with you about your struggles or you know your struggles or your insecurities or your sadness or whatever you have to be honest with yourself whatever your build-up is the build-up yes yeah yeah be honest about it just you know trust it Get you a drink. Don't, don't let it, you know, define you, but right, absolutely. Don't don't it's a piece of you. Yeah, but don't live in that. You know, like don't live in that. Um, because then you can get discouraged or you can get um thrown off track. Like take it for what it is and then build from it and grow from it. You can't like wallow in whatever it is. You have to somehow like put one foot in front of the other and go on from it. Because even if it is a hardcore failure, there's something in that failure that you need to learn from. Yeah. It's always the, something in a failure. When the key to your success is somewhere in that failure. And it might not just be one failure. It might be three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It might be two or three years of you bumping your head, you know what I mean, until you finally break through and have right. your aha moment. Right. There's no like time limit on it. There's no. It's just all about when you're ready for it. When you're ready for what you actually want. Mm-hmm. You gotta go through the process. You gotta yeah. go through the pain. You gotta go through the scars, the bumps, the bruises, all of that, so that you can appreciate what you're gonna get in the end. Right. Right. Because then, you know, you're up there. If you don't go through the failures and all that extra, you're up there and then you're just like, you know, sitting on your high horse and then you knock down because you didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't know how to respond to it mm-hmm. and you don't know how to bounce back from it. Like, there are certain things. There's like, I've been through a lot in my life and 98% of it I probably will never have to go through again. Like all the failures, all the all the L's I've taken, and I have taken plenty, okay? Plenty. I'm never going to lie to y'all. I have taken plenty of L's, okay? Each one of them, I just pick them up and tuck them in my pocket. Like, okay, I'm going to revisit this. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use it. You know what I mean? Because then if I encounter something later on down the line, not only can I say, well, if I recover from that loss, this is nothing. Like, I've taken way heavier hits than this. So I can, you know what I mean? Not only is it that, but you can also say, okay, well, whatever. It's another one. You know what I mean? 
it's you can go from it and you can learn from it and you can use it to your advantage. That's the whole point. I think. <laughs> Why you go through that? I think in there like don't I, uh don't have because I don't have the answers now. Okay. Don't quote me. Don't. But you know. Don't quote me. I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, that's just me. <laughs> Take from this what you will, my good people. Okay. Take from this what you will, okay? And and yeah. And, and make some shake. But I'm just saying, in my experience, okay, these L's, I'm not going to tell you all the L's I've taken. We will be here until season four, five, or six of the Chocolate Sunset Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, no, we're not going to go through all of that. But I have plenty of them, okay? And you're not the only one out here taking L's the same way I'm not the only one out here. Ta- and I mean, like, L's in in every, like, aspect of life. I've taken L's in relationships, I've taken L's in like college, in career, in in being a daughter, in being a mother, right? I've taken a, a lot of L's. Yeah, and you know, it might feel embarrassing, but trust me, y'all are not the only ones that go through this stuff. You're not the only one. Like, you know how they be like, we couldn't have all lived the same childhood? <laughs> I promise you there's somebody, a few people, yes, more than a few people out there living the same life as you. Yes. Well, not, you know, not mirrored, but. But we have shared experiences. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like when we were in school and they would be like, you know, never feel ashamed of your question because if you have that question, somebody else has that question. And then like the one time you raise your hand and ask a question and people like you hear a, a collective sigh of relief, like, oh, dang, it, it was somebody else who had that. Same. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same way in life. I think that's why they tell us that so much in school. It's the same way in life. You're not the only person dealing with something. So don't be embarrassed about having that moment, about taking a loss or having a bad breakup or having a fight with your mother or, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. not the only one. You're not. And even, like, just in your friend group, like, just throw something out there. Like, throw, like, you know, you know what? I feel really bad when such and such dumped me three months ago. And that when your homegirls gonna be like, man, you know what? My heart was broken when I got dumped last week. You know what I mean? People are there for you. Yeah, always. So don't be out here, you know, selling pyrite. I mean, unless it's you know the actual stone, because those that they actually mean like um, protection or something like that. It's like a powerful protection stone. But yeah the not the real pipe right but you know yeah you you they understand what we're saying okay don't be buying no necklace that's gonna turn your neck green stack your coins buy you a real gold necklace for christmas that's the point of what we're saying here okay to put a pretty little bow on it which is what we're essentially telling you not to do but to put a pretty little bow on this don't be out here wearing them gold necklaces that's gonna turn your shirt collar black and your neck green <laughs> okay it's not healthy for you it's not healthy, and you have to scrub really hard to get that shit up off your neck when you take a shower tonight. Don't do it. We all like to look nice, but yeah. you know, not at the expense of your mental health. Right, your mental health, your emotional well-being depends on your ability to call something what it is and leave it there. Like it's okay to call it what it is and be done. Okay, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to say you depressed. 
and and not say you tired and i'm literally like right now i'm looking in um, an actual mirror because i really have to stop doing that i have to stop saying i'm tired all the time because i realize when i say i'm tired it's like my energy instantly goes down and now on top of my depression and anxiety now i actually am tired because that's what i spoke out there when that wasn't really the problem i had to begin with see how much power you have in your words absolutely so much power as we stated before in our talk to me nicely episode your words have so much power so much power so call it what it is call it what just say you know what i do have trouble setting boundaries yes i have a big heart but i have problems setting boundaries because when you call it what it is then you, you open yourself up to the healing that comes with it like you can't shut it off you can't wrap it up and tuck it behind your you know you can't do that yeah but it is and then you'll start to grow from it and you'll you'll open yourself up to like a better understanding of what you're dealing with and why and then once you start growing you start seeing you know okay with the things that i did and accepted in the past or i showed people you know the things that i showed people that wasn't me or whatever Mm -hmm. might seem a little embarrassing or it might even you know, hurt a little bit to actually say the things out loud, mm-hmm. but at least you're acknowledging it. Right. And you can see the difference between then and now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that can be like your marker, like your starting point. And then a month from now, two months from now, a year from now, you can look back and say, you know what? I'm not where I want to be, but I've come so far since I admit it. That's why like when they have when they talk about like people with addictions and stuff like that, that's why they always say it starts with accepting that you have a problem because until you're ready to accept the issue and see it for what it is until you have that moment, nothing else can happen. Like you can't work on your boundary issue until you start calling it a boundary issue. Yeah. So like today, for example, um, Arielle finally admitted that she's dramatic. Oh my God. Like, it was a real breakthrough moment for me, guys, because I've been calling her dramatic forever. And she just, I guess she just didn't believe me. And she like, was I'm finally realizing that I, how dramatic I am. I did have a moment. And I, in talking to Mercedes about the situation, I was like, like, as I was typing out the message, I was like, God damn, I am dramatic. Like, why am I in tears right now behind this situation? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe now, I mean, now granted, that's probably a bad example because I'm going to be dramatic to the day they bag me and tag me. You can guarantee, <laughs> okay, take that thing and cash it. I'm going to be dramatic. But yes, today I accepted it. I won't deny it anymore. Um, yeah. She probably will deny it again a couple more times, but you know, I'm going to still call her on it. Baby steps, baby steps. Okay, not my journey. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Is that- it's all right at least you know now at least i know now and acceptance is the key that's really the key to to everything you know if you're an alcoholic you can't get help for your alcoholism until you say hello my name is such and such and i'm an alcoholic you can't get help for these things like you can't move forward if you're still not even strong enough to call it what it is if you're not willing to call it what it is so just start calling these things as they are because if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck you're not gonna call it a turtle you know say hey there's a duck you know you're not gonna call it something different just to it got wings and a beak yeah you're not gonna call it something different because you know that no you're not gonna do that so apply that same logic to yourself and your movements and how you view the world 
And I'm telling you, things will get better. Yeah, because it is what it is. <laughs> Say that one more time. Let's hashtag that. It is <laughs> what it is. Somebody hashtag that and send it to me. I want to see y'all's tweets. It is what it is. It is what it is. Amen. Let the church say yes. Yes. Hmm? Setting those suns on full scope. Uh-huh. And rising again in truth, my friends. Yes. Truth. Truth. The only thing we have to stand on, guys. That's it. Y'all, I, um, I did not pull out the sound bowl today. I'm so sorry. I'm I, talk to you. <laughs> I could go get it. You know, I'm going to go get it real quick. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get it. This is so ghetto. I don't want to sell y'all short. So I'm about to do it later. Are you ready? Yes, please heal our heart chakras. Use my co-host. She's the most ghetto person I've ever met. It's because she's from the south side of Houston, but don't tell her I said that. First of all, don't do the south side like that. <clears throat> oh, you can hear me? Anyway, okay. I got you. Until next time, Coco Crew. We love y'all. We hope y'all have a wonderful week. 